Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. I want to thank you all so much. (laughs) This is an amazing walk with you. You know, a lot of time I think, okay, is anyone really gaining any, am I helping anyone? Is, is the, are the words that are coming out of my mouth providing some help and assistance? And, and it's not that I need this affirmation. I'm just curious. And I seriously need to know because I want to help. So it's that kind of curiosity, not this, am I that in a bag of chips fame kind of thing? That's not it. So I'm always curious and sometimes I do, you know, question myself, you know, maybe this podcast thing isn't doing anything, you know, you you do it every day and I don't know, maybe it's good, maybe it's not. But when I do hear from people like you that send notes, either in personal messages, emails, wherever you can reach me through my contact me page on my website, it's just really cool. Because I then get that feedback. When I faith coach, it's awesome. I am intimately and intensely involved in your walk. You and I talk in some cases for hours. I have some clients that I have two-hour spans with. But it's really different. I (laughs) I can see, hear, feel you know, what's going on on the walk on your side of the walk, right? Anyway, I just wanted to share that and say thank you so much. I love you all so very much. I'm I'm doing well. Jeff, I think it took a big turn. He got up at midnight and I am telling you, <laughs> I looked at him. I said, where are you going? He said, well, I can't sleep here anymore. I have literally soaked the bed and I leaned over with my hand. Oh, it was as if someone poured just a huge gallon of water, poured it. This is what this wasn't just damp. I could wring the sheets. And so I was like, wow, you must have, you know, busted the fever for sure. So I don't know. I haven't seen him this morning. I've been up in the room praying and now recording this podcast. So we'll see. And I thank you all. I felt your prayers. I felt your outreach. I felt your love. So I just want to say thank you. We're back in the game. Yesterday was a big sleeping day. Thank you to a couple of my clients who had last minute 
reschedules. Thank you for being so flexible and understanding. And with that being said, let's get into what we are going to talk to today. Okay, we're sticking on that hope side. I had a couple things that popped out at me during the readings. And I wanted to share them with you because it kind of went hand in hand with everything that we are and have been talking about so far this beautiful Hope Week of Advent. So, in the Responsorial Psalm, it is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. Right after that, it says, It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. So I'm going to come back to that because we're going to slide over to the gospel, which is Matthew 7, 21 and 24 through 27. This is so important. Jesus is saying this to his disciples. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the ones who does the will of my Father in heaven. Okay, how do these go together? Well, first of all, don't take any refuge in anyone but the Lord. Don't trust in man. Don't trust in princes. Why am I pulling this out and calling this one out? Because I think we trust too often men and women. When I say men, I mean in general human beings. And we trust human beings that are in power. I believe this is why God repeats the same sentence, but changes one man into princes. Because it's easier for us not to trust someone who's an equal or someone who is kind of on our level. But, oh, put someone in maybe a white coat or a position of power or maybe even a uh, an actor, an actress, or some sort of an elite status, someone who's up there, quote-unquote, higher than you are in what the society, cultural norms are. Every single one of us, I don't care what schooling you have, what job you have, what socioeconomic status you have, what your vocation is. But as a individual human being, do not trust man or princes. Don't trust leaders. Put your trust in God, your refuge in God. And hey, by the way, Jesus is saying, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father in heaven. Well, guess what? Jesus said the will of the Father are the two greatest commandments. 
to love thy Lord with all thy mind, body, soul, and to love yourself and one another. That's what he tells us. That's what he wills us to do. A lot of people read this too. I mean, he also wills us not to sin. There's no question about that. But that's not the point. I truly read this, and it, in my early journey, sure, I read this and I thought, okay, yeah, this is all about sin. And God's going to say, I don't know you because you didn't do what I told you. You didn't live the way that I told you you needed to live. And for me at that time, it was walking that narrow path and staying away from sin and trying to be holy. I'm still on that path, by the way. <laughs> it's just a little different. Now I'm looking at the way that I live my life, the way that I witness God, the way that I am a disciple, the way that I can evangelize. And that is in the way that I pray, in the way that I know God, so that when I say, Lord, Lord, he turns around to me, he says, Kendra, my little baby girl, come here, bends down with some huge open arms and I'm home. Because if I don't know him and I'm not spending time with him, I could do his will, but it doesn't matter. Run to him, Lord, Lord. He'd be like, who are you? I've never even talked to you. And that's the fear that I have with so many people on the journey is that they do not know God. Especially Catholics. I think Catholics have this messed up, we have to live by these rules, and it's all about sin, which it is. I mean, I don't want to minimize the impact of sin on our lives. There's no question that sin is a massive thing that we all deal with. But it's really about love and loving one another and having that relationship with God so that we can allow him to grow in us in our hearts and change our hearts so that we can love one another and love him. So let's have hope today. <coughs> Excuse me. I did find that I could push stop. And it doesn't split it into two different things. I thought that there might have been a pause or a mute. So I might be able to clear my throat in the future. Apparently I wasn't fast enough for the sneeze <laughs> without bringing you into it. So we'll give it a shot. Okay. Let's have hope that we can truly love God and love our neighbor but that we trust God and we go to God for answers. And I hate to say it, but if you don't have that relationship with God and you don't spend that time with him and sit with him and ask him questions and then be quiet and let him respond in whatever way, could be physical, could be a thought he puts in your head, could be something out in, the, in nature, could be something he puts in front of you on your computer screen or your phone, whatever. He, he will come to you in some way. And that's 
where we need to learn and to go when we're trying to find truth, when we're trying to understand what's going on. Especially now, look, Omicron. I'm going to go there. An anagram for moronic. If you look up Omicron, look up Omicron. I'm I'm not going to give all this stuff to you because this is where I think that people need to learn to look stuff up themselves and to question what's coming your way. And if you do do your research, you'll see there are people in Africa that are saying it's not a big deal. It's very mild. Ooh, now all of a sudden we have a case in California. They can't even freaking identify COVID on a COVID test. That's why they're stopping the COVID PCR tests at the end of December. Why then? Hmm. Why not when they identified they were faulty and false and calling out false positives because they don't have a identified strain of COVID-19? So they use the coronavirus to make this the PCR test. If you look up coronavirus, it means common cold. So heck yeah, you're going to have a whole lot of positives. I'm pretty sure my husband just went through COVID. And it was just a bad flu. And he didn't do what he should have done, by the way. I was trying to pump. He can't take pills, so he's really bad about taking vitamin C and D and quercetin and, you know, all these things. We didn't call the doctor. We're not insured. We're still trying to figure that whole thing out. But anyway, bottom line, ask questions and go to God. This is what everyone needs to do with every bit of information that comes to you especially through that boob tube. Boob tube. Are you going to be a boob? And just, yep, whatever they said, they're the news, they're the president, they're the government, they're the this, they're the that, they know. That's what they say. Yeah, no more. Wake up. Start thinking for yourself. Trust in God and know him so that he knows you, so that together you guys can cut through the crap, cut through the fog of this information war that we're in. I haven't talked about this a lot in a long time. I think a lot of you are tired. Take a step away, especially right now in Advent. You should be focusing on God. Confess that you have a false idol. Maybe it's social media. Maybe it's Telegram. Maybe it's, I don't know. But if you are not taking the time to spend with God, you are choosing not to love him. There is no excuse. You have the time. You're just choosing to spend it elsewhere. 
So let's have hope that God will come into our heart and change it and, and make it so that we desire to spend time with him, to love him, to thank him, to praise him, to invite him in our day. Lord, please come into our hearts. Please purify them, sanctify them, cleanse them. They are so dirty. We are pulled in so many ways. We don't even really know what we want anymore. But we know that you have it all under control. That you are allowing what is happening to happen for a reason. So please help us know the truth. Help us invite you into our minds, our souls, our bodies, our hearts, as we listen and read and watch what's going on around us. Help us ask questions. Help us do research. Help us know the truth. In your son's name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, I didn't really finish my Omicron thing, but let's just say this. Question everything. Who, what, when, where, and why? The who, the what, and the why. And even the when. I mean, they all matter. That is what a journalist should do. And you need to be your own journalist. And maybe you should also do your own research on what is truly going on in Africa. With vaccines and ivermectin, HCQ. And I'm going to say this not accusatorily, right? I don't want to look at you or talk to you and make you feel guilty because I know a lot of people have jobs and people have responsibilities. And you know what, I, Kendra, I don't have the time to do this. And I get that. I get it. And a lot of people don't have the willingness to do it. My husband looks at me and he's like, you know, I don't care. I asked him about the steel dossier. I go, yeah, do you know all about the steel dossier? He's like, no. And he's like, and I don't care. And I'm sitting there like, wow, you don't care that our president was set up and spied on? I mean, like the president of the United States, we should be really concerned about this. If it can happen to him, it could happen to us. But I didn't go there. Because I can't make someone want to know something. I can't make someone have faith. I can't make someone understand what I understand. Because half the stuff that I believe is because I believe God brought me to it. So I think God needs to bring other people to it. 
And you need to know that I was one of those people for probably, I don't know, 40, 40 years of my life. I started getting into politics back in the Obama, you know, time. I was listening to a lot of political radio. But other than that, yeah, I didn't care about this stuff. And now I can't get enough because I realize how much we've been lied to, how much we've been taken advantage of, and no more. So let's go back to the hope. Let's hope that God puts in our heart the desire to get close to him, to pray with him, to love him. So that when we say, Lord, Lord, he knows exactly who we are. What an awesome day that's going to be. Let's not forget that second coming. That's exactly what this whole time is about. Preparing for when he comes again. What if he comes soon? No one will know the day or time, right? Not even Jesus, only the Father. So it's time to prepare to reconcile our hearts with God and to hope that we will be ever more ready for the day that we are all living for. Remember, we're on a journey to heaven. This is not the place that we're going to stay. We're, we're walking through, but as we walk through, we got to pick up as many people as we can and take them with us. It's a great responsibility, but it's the coolest one. I, for one, am looking forward to seeing Jesus one day saying, you know what? I did all I could. I tried. I wasn't afraid. And that's really all we need to do. Be not afraid and try. Calling on him and his strength. Okay, I am rattling and rambling, as I normally do. I love you all. I do, I do. Thank you so much for your love. Have a blessed and inspired day. Don't forget to find something more in God. That's where it's all at, my friends. Talk to you tomorrow.